Hello, I'm Georges Collinet with this week's Afropop Worldwide podcast, Beku and Blues in Southwest Madagascar with Banning Air. This is a story about how a mysterious old vocal tradition has become a rich source for popular music and a force for political change in a troubled land. The setting is the vast Indian Ocean island nation of Madagascar, specifically Southwest Madagascar. The music is called Beku, and here are three singers interpreting it a cappella. That was Lala Njava, Mikea, and Monika Njava singing Beku. Now, Mikea, a successful pop singer in Madagascar today, notes that there are different kinds of Beku sung by different ethnic groups in southwest Madagascar. In particular, he distinguishes between the Antandrui style, what Lala and Monika just sang, and his own Masikuru style of Beku. Mikea says the Antendrui Beku is high-pitched and the Masakuru version is pitched lower. There are other differences too, but let's start with the Antendrui and go right to the source, the larger-than-life master of Antendrui traditional music, Remanind. Beku. Lami Beku. Remanind is explaining that Beku is sung at Antandroy funerals, big events that can go on for months depending on how many cows a family can afford to slaughter for the festivities. And they'll need cows or cash as well to hire Beku singers like Remanind and his family ensemble. If the family is rich, he says, they'll hire an artist like me. This is Java, the group that Lala and Monika Java sang with in the 90s and early 2000s. The group consisted of these two sisters and three brothers. After they won the Radio France International Discovery Award in 1992, Java toured in Europe and released two CDs on EMI, becoming international Malagasy celebrities. Both Lala and Monika now live in Belgium and have careers of their own, but they trace their success to the early discovery of traditional music, like Beku. Here's Lala. Le beku, on doit chanter avec la voix serrée et ça doit être très profond. La douleur, c'est le message. Lala says you have to sing beku with a thick voice. It's profound. The message is sadness. 
It's a kind of prayer, because she says, we Malagasy believe deeply in our ancestors, especially the ethnic groups who sing Beku. You can't just sing Beku any old way. You have to sing it with respect. Monique Java says all this started when the large Java family, 15 brothers and sisters, moved to the southwestern city of Tuliar. Up to that time, Monica had mostly been a fan of Otis Redding and Aretha Franklin, soul and R&B records her older brothers played at home. Quand je suis déménagée à Tuléar, j'ai commencé à écouter aussi Miriam Makeba. Monica says that when the family got to Tuliar, she discovered Miriam Makeba, another big influence. But then she became transported by the music the family's Antandrui gardeners played among themselves at night especially this singing called Beko. She decided she had to learn it, and that's how she met Raymond Indre. Monica is describing the way Beku ensembles work at these Antandroy funerals and other ceremonies. The singers start by asking the organizers questions about the family and the occasion. Then they start to improvise words based on what they learned. There's typically a lead singer improvising over a background of other singers. But the lokanga fiddle or other instruments can also provide the background. Remenind is remembering how Monique Java came to him wanting to learn Beku, and he taught her. They've stayed friends over all these years. In fact, he even sang with her on a gorgeous song from Monika's recent solo album, Aizena. The song is Sahira, and it talks about the desperate lengths that downtrodden Malagasy people went to in order to survive the country's political and economic crisis that began in 2009. Oh, 
We have to say a word about Malagasy politics here. First of all, they're complicated. But a big theme comes down to the fact that people living on the coasts of the island have traditionally felt overshadowed and disenfranchised by the people of the Central Highlands. The Highlanders ruled during the 18th and 19th century Merina Kingdom, and they continue to dominate national politics today. This is one reason that music like Beku and other coastal ethnic genres naturally carry a message of empowerment and change. That's something that's always been part of Monica's musical life. Here she is remembering her first big song she wrote in 1985. <laughs> Et ça, c'est tous les Malgaches qui connaissent cette chanson. Une chanson a dit que ce n'est pas... Monica says all Malagasy still remember that song. It's called Mozole, and it's a condemnation of corruption under the old regime of President Ratsiraka. Ratsiraka censored the song, but being a stubborn young woman, Monica dared to sing it in a stadium in Tuliar with Ratsiraka in the audience. Après, il m'a applaudi. <laughs> Monica says afterwards he applauded me and the censorship was over. Coming back to the present, Monica's current work is no less engaged. Le titre c'est Aizna ça veut dire darkness. Parce que Monica's 2012 solo CD is called Eisena, which means darkness. She says she created it during a difficult time in her life, her family's life, and also during her country's crisis, which started in 2009 and ended only in 2014. Monica sang about corrupt politicians and how their actions were destroying the lives of Malagasy people. There's nothing very positive here, she says. One song and video from the album assails corruption and celebrates freedom of speech. Ironically, it annoyed the authorities to the point where they asked her to leave the country during one of her visits there from Belgium. The song is Riulo.
Monica is all about tough messages. She told us, I don't do love songs, that's not my style. Je ne sais pas écrire le style I love you. Non, ce n'est pas mon style. I have to say that the very first night we got to Antananarivo, we chanced upon Monica sitting in with some old friends at the Piedmont Cafe. Sammy, of Tarika Sammy, a musician who seems to know everyone, told me that Monica, whom I'd never heard of, was the voice of Madagascar. Four weeks later, when we left, I knew what he meant. Monica has also channeled Malagasy traditional music in a jazz direction. Her current project, Island Jazz, is a collaboration with Paris-based bass player Lindley Marth, originally from Mauritius. The album includes a version of the jazz standard It Don't Mean a Thing, set to a rhythm that doesn't so much swing as charge. That's the Tzapik rhythm of Southwest Madagascar. It don't mean a thing If it ain't got that swing It don't mean a thing How you got to do a thing For example, the title standard jazz American, It Don't Mean a Thing. It's the rhythm we transformed into tzapik, tzapik jazz. And then there's Jihei, another improvised vocal tradition performed at funerals and healing ceremonies. We recorded a demonstration of Jihei by the singers from the Masakuro pop band Mamada. And here's Island Jazz's take on Jihei. Monica Java with Island Jazz. Monica's sister, Lala, has charted a different course since the members of Njava went their separate ways. Her new album is called Malagasy Blues Song. Hang it and it's a 
Like her sister Monica, Lala Njava remembers that the spiritual connection she received through traditional music led to a kind of political awareness. La musique de Njava est spirituelle parce qu'il y a du caractère, il est assez travaillé et il y a aussi le problème de langage. Lala says that Njava's music was always spiritual, and to keep that character, it had to be sung in the rural dialect of the Southwest, language from the countryside, the forest, not the official Malagasy that most pop singers use. Nous avons grandi dans le Sud-Ouest. C'est vraiment la langue ethnique qui venait du Chakalava ethnique, Chakalava et le Mashikur. Growing up in the Southwest meant singing in a very ethnic way, coming from the Sakalav and Masakuru people. We sing in the style that is traditional to our culture, Lala says, Beku and Ansa. Lala's politics started there and never quit. In fact, her sphere has only enlarged. On one current song, Pardon à l'Afrique, she demands an end to the use of child soldiers in Africa. Everybody's tick tick. Ah, tick tick. Everybody's tick tick. Ah, tick tick. Everybody's tick tick. Ah, tick tick. Everybody's tick tick. Nanginu lera ulo, chicken bubelo. Nanginu lera ulo, chicken bubelo. Ain't no chicken to very, very ningolo. And on the song Kabari Seza, more or less the seat of discourse, Lala assails government corruption as a force that is literally killing her beloved country. Lala's songs point fingers at the powerful, but when we spoke, she also critiqued her fellow Malagasy citizens. Il y a aussi une erreur de notre génération. C'est notre faute quelque part, parce que nous n'avons pas appris, nous n'avons pas dit aux jeunes la valeur de notre culture. Lala says there was also a mistake of our generation. We did not teach young people and explain to them the value of our culture. Now, one has to note that Lala and Monica no longer live in Madagascar. Very few artists who do are so bold and brave in their subject matter. A rare exception is Mikea, who also comes from the southwest, the land of Beku and Sapik and cattle guarding. Mikea actually takes his name from the name of a local ethnic dialect. Mikea leads off his album Azalav with a cover of Hendrix's Hey Joe. 
you can hear the waver of Maskuru Beku in his vocal. Moi j'étais chanteur de Bec. Bec c'est un chant des gardiens des obus. C'est un chant des gens dans le village. Mikhail says he used to sing Bec as a young boy guarding cattle in his remote village. But he adds, we weren't willing to do this in town. We couldn't attract girls with our singing because we were ashamed of our dialect. Later on, he learned to be proud of his roots culture. We gave our music a name. It wasn't Sapik, it wasn't Saleg. We called it Beku and Blues. On a donné le nom de musique Beku and Blues. Parce que le bec, c'est la façon de chanter. Et qui ressemble beaucoup à la blues. Mikhaya says Beku is like blues because it's the music of suffering sung by cattle herders and hunting people who live in the forest far from schools and centers of power. Mikhaya told me he was originally inspired to modernize and popularize this music when he heard singing from places like Congo and Brazil. That helped him understand that music could help reverse old, colonial-based cultural stigmas. Il avait des ministres ici, à l'époque, ministre de la Culture et de mes amis européens, et dit que c'est ça ce qu'il faut. C'est ça ce qu'il faut, c'est ça ce qu'on attend. Mikhaya says a Malagasy minister of culture and some European friends encouraged him to sing Beku. That's what you have to do, they said. That's what we're waiting for. And now, years later, the dialects of the Tuliar region have become popular. Mikhaya says people speak Masikuru, people speak Mikhaya. In Tuliar, you find people singing in those dialects with acoustic guitars. But despite that progress, Mikhaya's new album is all about problems, like the violent scourge of cattle rustling in southwest Madagascar. For Mikhaya, this is a product of underdevelopment and poor education, and the Malagasy government is fighting it with a militant campaign, burning villages rather than building schools. Il ne faut pas rester juste toujours jouer la guitare, chanter le bec. 
Mikaya says more and more artists are singing about such things now. We are engaged artists in Madagascar now, he says. Before, I never talked about political things. But now, I tell my friends, it's not enough just to play guitar and sing beku. We've done that. We need to speak out. We can't just allow politicians to do as they please. Monica, Lala, Mikaya, and others are part of a new wind in Madagascar, inspired by traditional culture, rooted in the land, tired of watching officials and corporations destroy the country's natural heritage for their own enrichment. And more power to them. I'm Banning Air for Afropop Worldwide, hip deep in Madagascar. Hip Deep in Madagascar is made possible with generous support from the National Endowment for the Humanities and our Kickstarter backers. Thank you. I'll let Micaiah have the last word in Malagasy. Mikea, Malgache, du sud-ouest de Madagascar, Tananarive, Meraba, Manaona, salut à Fropop Worldwide à Madagascar. Sina Pitalina Nakao, Sina Nadanawe, Zao Tibila Pela, Sina Danidala, Sina Pitalina Nakao, Sina Nadanawe. Wave, 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 wave,